Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for listening in to our live broadcast this morning. I'm Jason DeMars, and I want to remind everyone, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, you can contact me at jasondemars.com. We have resources available there. You can order the End Time Message Handbook, which is a 600-page book. It's completely free. Shipping is free as well. We'll send it to anywhere in the world. And um, that is like a reference guide. So many, many different topics and subjects are covered in that. And you can, uh, if you have a question or something's on your mind, you can go there, look at the table of contents and go directly to a subject to read about it. Again, it's completely free, feel free. I would delight if you were to order that. I'll send it to you right away. We also have a summary of the seven, revelation of seven seals. We have a book about called the holiness of God, holiness of God, uh, holiness unto the Lord, I should say, speaking about uh, modesty and holiness from the scriptures and perspective of history. Um, and we have another book called Foundations, which is a wonderful book for everyone, but especially for. Uh, new believers and young Christians, young people, to introduce them to the basics of the faith from the perspective of the message. So um, I want to remind everyone, make sure to like, share, comment on this video. If you're watching on uh, YouTube, subscribe and click the little bell so you get notified. Um, let's go right to our topic. We're going to speak about the love of God. So I believe this is part, um, is it part 13 that we're on now? Yeah, it's part 13 we are on. And, oh, one more thing. I'm going to be working on a page on the website called Spiritual Growth. And we're going to have a bunch of resources and articles there to help you in your walk with God. Um, sometime soon I'm going to be uh, starting a series or maybe just do one uh, episode about the importance of Bible reading and I'm going to uh, link to on that page uh, a Bible reading plan that you can download uh, or print that I think is really, really good that I'm doing this year. So, alright, the love of God. So when we started, I think it was our second episode, we talked about God's nature. So God's nature, God's attributes, God's being. God's being speaks most, mostly of the, what we call the doctrine of the Godhead. Then you have God's nature, and from God's nature flows God's attributes. There were three things that we spoke about the nature of God. God is spirit. God is love and God is light. So we're speaking about the love of God. Um, often God's love is looked upon as some form of agreeable weakness. That, that is, he wants us to be good, but since we're not good, he just resigns himself and takes pity on us. God loves us all, has been turned into all he does and all he is, and it means that God wants us to have 
good self-esteem no matter what, and that he just agrees with everything we do because he just loves us. And I believe this false understanding of the love of God is the reason why we see so little love for God among professing believers. They don't understand all of his attributes as revealed in Scripture, and so having a perverted understanding, they cannot comprehend for themselves the incomprehensible depth, breadth, length, and width of God's love. Therefore, we have a bunch of lukewarm Christians who show none of the character of Christ in their own lives. So let's look at God's love. Number one, God's love is uninfluenced. Deuteronomy 7, 7 and 8. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people, for you were fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand, and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen, from the hand of the king of Egypt. He didn't choose Israel because they were better, more uh, numerous, he chose them because he chose them. Just like he says, I will have mercy on whom I'll have mercy. Second Timothy 1.9 says, Who has saved us and called us with unholy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. He didn't choose us because of our works, but he chose us, he chose us because of his own purpose. 1 John 4.19, we love him because he first loved us. You did not earn or merit or do anything to deserve God's love. In fact, we did everything to earn and deserve God's wrath. But he loves you because he chose to love you before the foundation of the world. God's love, too. Number two, before we go to number two, I just want to greet you. Brother Kenny, Sister Janelle, God bless you. Good morning. Brother Tony from Madawaska, good morning and God bless you. Brother Gary, good morning. Sister Sarah, God bless you. Thank you for listening in. Brother Herb, God bless you. Thank you for listening in. So number two, God's love is eternal. God is eternal, therefore his love is eternal. Ephesians 1, 4, and 5 says, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. So, God chose us in he chose us to be holy and without blame before him in love. So God's love is eternal. Remember we talked about before, God is not at any time having new thoughts. God's thoughts are eternal. Therefore, his choosing of us is eternal and his love therefore us, for us is eternal. It's unchanging. 
Jeremiah 31.3 says, The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. God's love is eternal. Number three, God's love is sovereign. Romans 9.13, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. It wasn't based on anything that they've done, any choices that they made. It was so that the purpose of God, according to election, might stand. Es Jacob have I loved, Esau I've hated. God chooses whom he loved, who he loves, based on his own sovereign will. God is sovereign, God is love, therefore it's sovereign love. Number four, God's love is infinite. Ephesians 3, 18 and 19 say, say, says that we may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. In other words, he's saying God's love is immeasurable. You're, you're to know the love of Christ, which goes beyond knowledge, and we were to comprehend its breadth, length, depth, height. How can you comprehend something that is incomprehensible? That's what we're supposed to do. By revelation, God makes known to us personally his love, and we begin, to, as we grow, we understand that that love is immeasurable. It goes on and on and on and on and on, and it never, never changes under any circumstances. Speaking of which, number five, God's love is immutable. It means he, it can't change. James 1.17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. There's no variance. There's no shadow of turning in God. And so there's no variableness or shadow of turning in His love. His love is unchangeable and unchanging. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, series of verses in the Bible, Romans 8, 35 through 39. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. His love is immutable. He doesn't take it back. He doesn't change it. When he's decreed his love upon us, that is eternal. Six, God's love is holy. Hebrews 12, 6 says, For whom the Lord loveth, 
he chasteneth and scourges every son whom he receiveth. God is holy, and God calls us to holiness. And so we're not holy. We have sin in our life, and so God, through his love, corrects us to make us more like him. Number seven, God's love is gracious. Ephesians 2, 4, and 5 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. God's love causes him to extend grace to us. His great love. I love that. God's great, immense, enormous love causes us, causes him to give us grace. When we sin, when we do things that are displeasing to the Lord, his love causes him to extend both mercy and grace. Mercy is speaking of a, a pardoning for sin. There's a weakness in us. And so God meets that need by having mercy. Grace is his favor. They're connected closely together, but yet they're two different words, so they're two different things. Mercy speaks of forgiveness. Grace speaks of favor. So God extends his favor to us, even though we don't deserve it. Amen. Well, we just bring this time to a close. Um, the next time we uh, meet tomorrow, I'm going to speak about the patience of God and, and the mercy of God. We'll speak about both of those topics tomorrow. And once again, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know at jasondemars.com. Um, a few more people to greet here. Sister Mai, God bless you. Brother Aaron, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, just remember to subscribe on YouTube. Click the little bell so you get notified. Uh, comment, like, and share the video. Definitely appreciate that. Go to our website order any materials we might have. Um, and I think that is about it. So may God bless your day and be with you throughout this day.